know, the fascinating thing about the pandemic, as horrible as it's been, is there's there's a lot that's coming out of this. There's a lot of discovery. I think we're going to see a lot in, in, in the medical profession. We're going to see a lot of uh, vaccines, you know, more vaccines, but also a lot of equipment. Uh, for example, there's a, a company, a local company, that is selling product, I guess, globally now, called EMIS, that, uh, that makes an area safe. George Robertson is CEO of EMIS and joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Thank you. Good to be here with you. So, so tell me, how, first of all, tell me how EMIS works. So EMIS is an electrostatic spray device, which uh, electrostatics is just a natural phenomenon that is like if you rub a balloon on your head, for example, and then you stick it to the wall, the electrostatic electricity makes it stick so that's what we've done the founder of this worked with uh navy and the epidemiologists uh, for many years the world health organization and worked in agriculture to uh, make this device for chemicals to stick on uh, vegetation to wrap around and not float in the air so, so what th- he did, this is for like insecticides or, or fertilizers Right. For mosquitoes, malaria that they used it for, this has been 20, 30 years ago. And so about back in the late uh, 2000s, like 2008, when the H1N1 virus was around, he actually took his device, made it smaller and started spraying schools in Goldwaith, Texas, to get the chemical adhering to the seats so the students could come back to school. So since that time, he brought his invention to investors in Fort Worth. Um, I was one of the initial investors back in 2012. And we we just took his ideal, got it off production right when Ebola hit, the very same week in Dallas. And they used our equipment to disinfect the hospital and Nina Pham's apartment. So after that, it's been history. So we were called globally from different countries and uh, we've just continued to innovate and make the product even smaller and better. And last year, uh, we had just invented the new handheld device, battery operated, can cover four 4,000 square feet in a, just a few minutes. And uh, <clears throat> then the pandemic hits. We go from a very, you know, moderate to small size company to a global worldwide company. And um, I didn't get a lot of sleep last year, so... Well, that's a good thing. I, I, I get, but you know, how do you how do you ramp up? I mean, all we hear right now, especially, is the supply chain. Nobody can get parts. Nobody can get anything. Right. You must have had right. the same. I mean, you're trying to produce, you know, a, a mechanical device at the same time that right. everybody's sent home from the manufacturing facilities. Well, what happened? We were shut down because our tooling and plastics came from China. And so we very quickly made a new set of tools in the U.S. early last year in March. We're able to expedite that and started producing the product here in the U.S. We built two manufacturing plants in Alito, Texas. We were working 24 7. Do what? During the pandemic? During the pandemic. Wow. I was literally working 24 7 and that was supposed to be my year to retire but it it, it didn't work out so i just refired and went on with it <laughs> you must enjoy this i mean this is not this is not your first rodeo how, how many 
startups have you worked with and owned? More, more than 20. And so it's, uh, that's just my, the way I'm cut. It's the way my blood runs is just uh, start businesses and build them up and sell them or, you know, take them to the next level. This would, would seem like a real home run because my sense is one of the things we were speculating about even a year ago is what was going to be the lasting impact of the pandemic. You look at 9-11 and, you know, there's still people shaking you down before you can get on an airplane. And there's going to be a lot that's going to last after the pandemic. And and something like this you'd think would be it, is that people are going to require cleaner cleaner spaces. Right. Yeah, absolutely. The thing that is perfect for is going to be like dental offices, restaurants, I mean, since I've been in this business and understand pathogen, mobility, and infection, I haven't touched a salt shaker in a restaurant in six years. <laughs> so, And you notice the first thing the restaurants took off the table were salt, salt shakers. Yeah, I had, so I never thought of it. Now, with this, you know, with this product, they can literally disinfect a table within 10 seconds. It, they don't have to wipe and spray or wipe and hope that they get every spot. Well, I've heard of companies that were coming in and they would clean your space and then you do a contract and they come back. It sounds like you're making something, ideally, that, that is affordable enough that everybody can own, every company, restaurant, yeah, can own absolutely. their own device? Absolutely. Yeah, there were companies out there charging just ridiculous amounts of money to come in and disinfect surfaces. Now you can buy your own equipment for, you know, hundreds of dollars and use it repeatedly. It's battery powered. You can use the chemicals of choice, which are clean chemicals that literally your kid could drink and it wouldn't hurt them. Hey, what about the barriers to entry for something like this? I mean, I, I everybody must be rushing in to compete with you. Well, the big the big guys, Clorox, they are the they're the biggest validator for my company because they are touting how important electrostatics are. And yes, you can you can go there, but you have to use their chemicals. With our equipment, electrostatic, you can use any chemical that's going to be safe for your environment with children or any environment you're in, food service. So that's the differentiation. We had a lot of companies come out of Asia that were saying they were electrostatic sprayers, but they're not. They're nothing but a battery-powered water gun. They'll charge you $150 for it, and you think you're getting a deal. But when you spray with the, you know, the knockoffs, the fluid's just going to run down the wall. It's not going to stick in it here. So where's your Electric- market? Are you, you're selling everywhere, all over the world? Oh, globally, more than 60 countries right now. Really? And yeah. you, you, you ship from Fort Worth, or where do you – how do you distribute we, we, yeah, we do a lot from from the Alito Fort Worth area, but we also have a partnership with Flextronics, which is a global company that we've partnered with the contract manufacturer. We do we're not manufacturing our own products now because the volume got too big, and so we use their uh, a company in South Carolina that ships globally for us. All right, you're an entrepreneur. I mean, you're in the healthcare business, but but an entrepreneur. So what's the end game? You're going to stay with this or? It- what is Clorox going to come along and offer you so much money you can't walk away from it? Um, no, I don't think so. I think the I think the company there is some marketability in companies like Lysol. You know, there's more than Clorox. Lysol is bigger than Clorox. People right. don't know that. 
Um, other companies have interest, but I just think we're here to change the way we disinfect. I mean, you look at hotel rooms, you look at long-term care facilities, people are asking the question, how is this room being disinfected? And so we've partnered with Marriott, Hilton, big casinos out in Las Vegas. So uh, I think it's here to stay, just like the changes we have faced with 9-11. Yeah, I I think so. And and there has to be some attestation that, you know, this place has been cleaned. There has to be a a norm, I would think. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, it's just um, the thing is, is most people, what's interesting, they'll take a bottle of bleach or Clorox and, you know, they'll clean their spread on their counter. And then what will they do? They immediately wipe it off. <laughs> yeah. Well, if, if you read the bottle, it says this area must be stay wet for 10 minutes. So in order to kill that bacteria, the surface has to stay wet. You can't do that with a spray and wipe bottle. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, things are changing. People are understanding now. Five years ago, you type in Google electrostatics, you're not going to get much. But today it just it pops up. And, and and it'll be that way for a while. George Robertson is the CEO of EMIS. Good to hear your story. It's a fast, fascinating story. Thank you yeah. for your time. You bet. Thank you. Appreciate Thanks you. For more of our conversation with Mr. Robertson, go to KRLD.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.